Welcome to episode 105 of Chew on This, a Nerd United podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Before we begin, folks, we got to remind all you good folks out there, you're all two listeners, uh, that a dollar a month, you can help sponsor the Chew crew. And uh, you get some rewards, all sorts of different things. So ranging from a dollar a month all the way to, I don't know, it's like, I think 100 or 50, something like that. But there's a lot of different tiers and a lot of different rewards that can be gained, uh, such as uh, you get your own stick figure. Like the, if you like the logo that we have, uh, you know, Vic creates the stick figures in your likeness. So that's that's kind of a cool one. Or you can be on our podcast, a lot of different uh, types of rewards. So that is patreon.com forward slash chew on this podcast. And you can also cancel at any time. Yes. Our customer service is standing by. For your, <laughs> the, your the phone's phone always busy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that brings us to West Coast Wawa. Like always, um, we want Wawa to come out here. Um, we, I miss Wawa. BJ, you definitely miss Wawa. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had them last month, and I'm seeing all the you know the pumpkin spice stuff out. For Halloween and everything, and it's it's just not the same. We, the pumpkin spice we, latte from Wawa is way better. We could have went to Wawa and stocked up on munchies to watch uh, Stranger Things. We could have binge-watched yeah. all the Wawa's goodies. Right, so hashtag West Coast Wawa, and, and BJ already kind of spoiled what this, this show's about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, it's in the title, yeah. so not really yeah. a spoiler. But spoilers, nonetheless, for our review of uh, Stranger Things Season 2. And like everything else, I don't know why we always stress about not being able to binge something in time. I fucking finished the show in one night. I did too. <laughs> I, I, from like 9 a.m., actually from 10, 10, 10.45 or 11 a.m. because I had to go pre-order the iPhone ten. Um, you had to. <laughs> Yeah, I had to. <laughs> First world problems. <laughs> yeah, Tim Cook held a gun to my head and said, you didn't get the 8, you got to get the 10. Right. Um, so anyway, so I didn't get home till around 11. I started the first episode, and I finished it at, I don't know, 11 o'clock at night, 12, you know, midnight or whatever I finished Righteous. it. And in one fucking day. I mean, that's sickening. <laughs> and let's let's remind people that we're not getting paid for this shit. And I just, like, did it anyway. I think I told you, like... <laughs> Thank God we have a podcast to 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 review this stuff about and a reason to binge this mm-hmm. shit in one day. Otherwise, people would be like, "Wait, you watched an entire show in one day for no fucking reason? <laughs> what kind of life? What kind of life do you? An lead? entire season? Don't you have kids? <laughs> <laughs> aren't you? Aren't you watching your kids? Like seriously, you binged an entire season." Well, I mean, it's only nine episodes, so it's not but like regular they network range, TV. They range anywhere from like 48 minutes to like an hour, though. Some of the Either way, there's no getting around that I watched almost 10 hours of TV in one day. <laughs> and you know what's crazy is when I was done with Stranger Things, I fucking went back and binged other shit that I had on my DVR. <laughs> so I watched even more TV for no reason. So Go outside. <laughs> yeah. The sun, the sun burns my skin now. <laughs> You're like a vampire. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> a vampire only during the day because I don't go outside because I'm too busy watching season two of Stranger Things. Right. So anyway, so initial reactions of season two. I love this shit mm-hmm. is is basically the best way I can put it. Um, this show is so goddamn good. It, it makes you feel like you're in the 80s. It makes you feel like 
the feeling that you got when you watched the Goonies. Uh, I don't know if you got that feeling. Mm-hmm. I did. I, you know, growing up, I always wanted like a, a Goonie adventure, <laughs> like somehow. Me too. Like I, yeah, like I was like, I want a Goonie adventure. I want to find like pirate ship and like, you know, pirate uh, treasure and shit like that. And the closest thing I ever got to like uh, a, a Goonies type um, adventure was two times. One time, we thought we would explore like these woods that ended up just being the the woods like right behind the fence of a const- like a concrete factory. Uh-huh. So it was only like twenty yards. You could see the trucks from where we were. <laughs> so not much of a Goonie adventure. Although we did find a case of beer back there, and we did, we were only like twelve, so we didn't know what to do with it. So we just chucked it at each other, <laughs> <laughs> shook them up and threw them. Yeah, just threw them and tried to get them to explode. That was one. And the other time was I'm like, oh, instead of like going down the main street, let's go off the off road, which really wasn't an off road. It was just really the 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 dirt road behind a parking lot that led 50 feet back onto the street. Like half ass adventures. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and the only the only thing that happened adventure wise back there was that it like rained that week and we got our bike stuck in the mud. <laughs> We didn't. So, we didn't find any buried treasure. No, there was no. There was no buried treasure. There was no. Sloth. There was no pirate map. There was no sloth. Just getting out of the dirt with my bike, riding that home, and then the look of absolute disgust on my dad's face when he saw what my bike looked like because I had a I had a white dirt bike. Oh, it was no. fucking like brown. It looked like I took a shit all over it. <laughs> And you found so those are my two those are my two Goonie adventures, but I know like my twelve year old self if I watched Stranger Things I'd be fucking trying to find a demigod. Yeah, yeah, like, really, I would like where the fuck is the upside I down? I played more D and D that's for sure. I'm like I I want an eleven. That's what I want. <laughs> like growing up, like you wanted that robot Vicky, you know, from the, <laughs> the Small Wonder. Well, I would be like I want an eleven. <laughs> the things I could have done to Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's as creepy now when you say <laughs> yeah, like you were 40, you but when to, you were a kid. Like, Come here, 11. She's like, no, and throws you across the room. <laughs> yeah, she like snaps your neck. Yeah, exactly. You try to do the popcorn trick. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I'm going to snap it off. Yeah. Uh, you're like, hey, 11, can you get me a beer? She just like flakes her <laughs> hand and like. <laughs> well, you think about it. She's like the closest thing to a Jedi. Like she in that is. show. Right. Right. So like. Man, I mean, how cool would that be? Like, you, your first crush is a fucking Jedi Knight. How cool is that? It's <laughs> a lot to live up to. I know, right? Like, Mike better grow up to be like, I don't know, like Bill Gates or some shit. He, like, takes like, a, provide for her. He's got like a walking party trick, though. I mean, it gets like, like, babe, this is getting old. Quit telling me to move shit. <laughs> I don't want. I keep. Like I have bloody playing. noses everywhere I go. I hate you. You're, you're going like you're, you're, dude. I'd fucking just take her to the casino the second I hit twenty one. <laughs> And be like, we're just we're gonna play roulette the whole time or craps. You know what I mean? Don't, just the whole don't time. Don't mind just, her bloody nose. It's it's not a big yeah, deal. Just uh she smokes a lot she snorts a lot of coke. Don't worry about it. We're in Vegas. It's good. She's a fucking coke fiend. Why do you think I'm gambling? That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah, it would be. That that, that would definitely be a good a good place to take her. <clears throat> or just like you know, bet on boxing or football, and she like make make the ball fumble or make. <laughs> Dude, it's it's so much easier. Ru- yeah, but football is four hours long. <laughs> Roulette is like what thirty seconds. Yeah. You could be a millionaire. You could be a millionaire after fifteen you minutes. Get caught though. 
you know, at least. How? Uh, How would they fucking prove that she has fucking psychotic, psionic powers? <laughs> like she keeps winning and her nose keeps bleeding. Something's wrong. I already told you she's a coke fiend. <laughs> I don't know. You don't. You don't play too much. You just big. You just bet big and then walk away. You know, don't. St- right. Don't exactly. Stay well, well, when you first start, you're not going to have. You, you you can't bet big. Yeah. But like. <laughs> But betting like a million on like zero, <laughs> imagine the green zero, right? Holy fuck! Just one million dollars, you're set. Yep, you're done. <clears throat> um, no, my initial reaction is um, I was like, holy shit! They they took something I absolutely loved last year, and for me, it just felt better. It just yeah. uh, they really um, gave a lot of secondary characters from last year. They gave them more to do. Because like one of the one of the main gripes that I had, or one of the only gripes that I had from season one, is that at the very end they kind of they didn't give the kids anything to do. They just left them in the gymnasium and they just sat there while, um, you know, Eleven and um, or no, when Hopper and Winona Ryder essentially went in the Upside Down to find Will, they just they right, just left right. the kids in the gymnasium for like two episodes and then the Demogorgon comes in there and then Eleven zaps it and disappears. So they didn't really give a lot for those kids to do at the very end of the of the of the season, but this time around, it's like they kind of figured out how to give everybody something to do. Well, there's a good and bad thing to that. I completely agree with you about giving them something to do, but I kind of liked the fact it made sense that they just stood behind because they're fucking eleven years old. <laughs> right, right. Like, you know, like this is the this is the one time you're going to get your eleven year old unless he's a little asshole. To, like, do exactly what you tell him to do. Like, literally say, like, don't do a fucking thing because you know if you do, you're going to die because you've seen this thing. Right. I'm not fucking around. When I say stay here, stay here. And all of them like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna stay here. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like that thing where the, you tell your partner to stay in the car. They don't stay in the car and they end up getting shot and there's your backstory. Right. You know, so so in the, so I, I the good thing about that is that you know they get something to do so it's not just concentrated on these couple of characters but the bad thing is is that it's um it almost borderlines a, a ridiculousness to it like mm-hmm. in toy soldiers which is ironic cuz Sean Astin's in that too mm-hmm. like when uh, you know when when those the entire lives of the entire school is is put to the you know put to the test or in in the hands of some flunky right right and the United States Army is is okay with that, you know, like all because the principal or the dean is like, if he says he can do it, he can do it. Right. Oh, thanks, dean. No problem. Yeah. yeah. And if this all goes to shit and every single person in that fucking school dies, is he going to fucking take the rat for it or am I? <laughs> I am. Fuck you. I'm not doing it. That's real life, right? right. So, but in Stranger Things, again, spoilers, in Stranger Things too, they actually do something that's not that, like, far-fetched. Like I said, it borderlines like it borderlines it, but these guys, the kids have been through it together. So I feel like it makes more sense for them to do it in the second season rather than the first no, season. No, totally. Because the second season they've dealt with it. No, totally. I agree with that. It's just I think <coughs> I think they did some really good writing here to make the kids like you know. There's that situation where you know Eleven and Hopper are going to go shut the gate, and then the kids realize they're like, uh, we need to. We need to distract all those Demogorgons. We need to get them out of there. So by by going in the tunnel and like you know burning up or whatever, setting the thing on fire in the hub, 
that'll make all the dogs, the demo, the demo dogs, whatever they call them, to run run there. That made a lot right. of sense to me. I was like, oh, yeah, it did. I'm like, did. that's really cool. <clears throat> it's kind of like the scene in um, again, like Sean Astin's, like all over this. He's like Six Ways of Kevin Bacon almost. But like, in, <laughs> but in Lord of the Rings, they they distracted, you know. Um, oh yeah, the army, the army instead of <clears throat> right instead of Gandalf just giving them fucking evil. Like they keep <laughs> they they stormed the Black Gate, and that made all the orcs go there and and, and right. let Samwise and what Frodo go straight to the Mount Doom. So <clears throat> I, I really I dug I I like that they gave everything else everyone something to do. I like that they um they definitely gave Steve a lot more to do, and he he wasn't the douchebag that he was. No, no, I think I, I think I texted you through the show and uh, throughout the show. But one thing I remember saying to you is, I think I was like, I think Steve's now my favorite character because yeah. he was kind of a dick in the first in the first season, mm-hmm. and then you know he it seems like he treated Nancy like really well. That's her name, right, Nancy? Yeah, yeah Nancy. Yeah, treated her really well in the second season. She was the one that was acting like a complete bitch, only because she knew deep down inside that she didn't love him. Which I thought was kind of like really bitch, bitchish about him, but they never actually even get into the argument that like she basically cheated on him, like, and he knows it, and they never had that conversation. And Steve's like completely cool with it, you know. Now he's like really good friends with Dustin, which I I love that dynamic oh, really they, well too. They did, uh, yeah. This season uh, compared to last season, they they uh, bundled together characters that you didn't really think that you wanted. Right. You wanted like. They had Eleven and Hopper had some really good scenes together, almost like a father, Great. father. Probably daughter. the best. Their their best scene was when he flipped out on her. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a really good scene. And then the scene in the car too, right before they have to go um, into the into the back to, into the lab. I think the only character I didn't like in the show, not that I didn't like him, um, I felt like he is basically the equivalent of the um, the groom in the first two Hangover movies, mm-hmm. like. This guy just fucking disappears or always get, you know, get shit done to him. And basically, like, Will is that character. Yeah. Um, first movie, it's all about trying to find him. So he's only in the first episode and then, like, you know, sporadically throughout the season. And then in this one, he's just dealing with the aftermath of that. And unfortunately, dealing with the aftermath for him is just looking scared and, like, deadpan the entire show. Right, right. Um, and I don't think that's his fault. That's just the path of his character. Yes. So I think out of everybody, his was really redundant a little bit because again, it revolved all around what was going on with him. And like the last four episodes, he's like, you know, comatose basically. Yeah. Um, so I, I, again, it's not that I didn't like him. It's just that there was, I didn't feel like there was a lot of growth in that one because he never fought that thing out. You know, his mom saved him. And I love Winona Ryder in this season. I I actually liked, I I, I actually went back and watched season one again and I take back everything I said about Winona Ryder because I think in the first season when I watched her, I just I just felt really distracted by her. Oh, that's right. That's and, right. We reviewed that, and you said you didn't yeah, like her. And then I watched it over again, and I was like, no, it's just I, it's like I had to put the fact that it was Winona Ryder out of my mind and watch it <clears throat> for what it is and what her character is. And her character is like completely rash. Like <clears throat> any mother or father would act that way. You know, right. and you're talking about the first. Yeah, season, right? exactly. And in yeah. this season, she just—I don't know, man—just like stepped. I I loved her character, and um, and Sean Astin. I love Sean Astin. Oh God! But they treated Bob. they treated him like they did Barb. They just like they're the red shirts of the series, you know. 
Um, yeah, but I, you know, everybody wants to get you know talk about Barb, and they got justice for Barb in this season, definitely. But, but I will say, Sean Astin's character is well, like more planned out, yeah, or more, way more, more thorough, out. and more complete than Barb was. <clears throat> um, you could kind of see, you know, what Barb was really in the show. She was the, she was the best friend of the girl who wanted to be popular, and then all of a sudden she becomes popular, and then Barb is kind of tossed to the side. Well, there's no resolution for Barb and uh, Nancy's character. It's actually resolved by Nancy in this season. Right. Where she's got to deal with what the fuck happened because basically she told Barb to go fuck off. I'm going to go fuck this guy now <laughs> in the first season. So <clears throat> that's – so I – and I, I, I loved Sean Astin from the very beginning of the mm-hmm. show, uh, Bob. Um, he, he was like that tip – that not typical. He was that guy that you would want – to step in as like a father figure stepdad, yeah. and, and a spouse for, you know, for, for a stepdad to will. And what was his older brother's name? Uh, uh, oh crap. Um, Jonathan, 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 right. Jonathan, who was actually missed the premiere this week because his fucking dumbass uh, was trying to transport cocaine into the States. Yeah. Idiot. Good job there. Um, <laughs> and you missed your premiere. That's how stupid you are. This thing is fucking huge. This thing is this thing is just dropped. We're recording this on a Saturday. Just dropped yesterday. Yep. And you and it's going to be around for a long time again. They have another huge hit on their hands, and you missed the premiere because you wanted to bring cocaine into America. I, I you're you were going to fucking Hollywood, dude. You could have got cocaine anywhere. You dumb shit. <laughs> it's like it's like the second movie. Uh, it's like Harold and Kumar go to Guantanamo Bay when Kumar fucking risks bringing pot onto the plane when they're going to fucking Amsterdam. <laughs> like the, 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 the pot irony. capital of the world. <laughs> he tries to fucking illegally smuggle that shit onto the plane when they're going to Amsterdam. <laughs> like, it's fucking stupid. That was pretty dumb. So, yeah, I, so, but, you know, that dude, he looks like a druggie on the show. I don't see... He kind of does. He, he, uh, I don't see what Nancy sees in him. I don't either. I'm like, that is one ugly-looking dude. I mean... <laughs> I, yeah, so going back, to, going back to Steve, like, I love Steve. I love Mike Dust. Everybody really grew. And I did... So as much as I loved this season, I, I kind of think the addition of Max and uh, the Red Ranger... What the hell's his name in the, in the show? Uh, the, I don't remember. His brother, her brother. Oh, God, the brother's a douchebag. I wanted to... Yeah, but I didn't feel like they needed to be in the show at all. Like, there, there's... there's you, you get a reason for why he's a dickhead and everything. And I was really pissed that Steve lost to this kid in a, in a, in a fight. I was kind of mad because I figured since Steve fought a fucking Demigorgon, he would fucking kick this guy's ass, but he gets his ass beat again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but... But I love Steve because Steve just gets right back up and is like, oh, fuck you guys. Like, all right, fine. Let's fucking do this. I can't let it. So Steve actually, as big of that, like, 80s douchebag like Johnny was in The Karate Kid, he kind of was in the first season or half of the first season. In this season, I sympathize him with – I sympathize him throughout the entire show because Nancy fucking cheated on him and he didn't do anything wrong. No. Like, <clears throat> you know, like, yeah, he did a lot of dickish stuff in the beginning, but, like – She just didn't have – she he, just didn't have the feelings for him. Like, you, you know no, what I mean? Like, she's a high school no. girl. It's like she's right. going to go, you know, back and forth and, and whatever. But Steve still st- – Steve still helps the family out. Yeah. Helps the, you know, the dude who slept with your fucking girlfriend. That's the brother you're trying to save. Like, he doesn't – you know, Steve in like the first six episodes of season one would have been like, fuck this, I'm out. 
But this Steve, like, he steps up. He's like, all right, fine. Me and Nancy aren't going to happen, but I'm still going to stay here and, and protect these kids. And so Steve is awesome in the yeah, show. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I, and I want to I want to go back to I want to go back to Sean Aston because or Bob, because I loved their relationship. And Bob was on the borderline of like he's trying too hard, like Carrie Elways is in in Liar Liar. Like, <laughs> I totally to wait, thought of like, that. <laughs> but he wasn't though. I was like, oh man, is Sean Aston playing that annoying like? you know, guy who wants to be friend, best friends with his, you know, stepkids or whatever. But he wasn't like that. He was so genuine. And I loved that story well, that he tells Will in the car because, like, that's when he was just, like, he was just giving advice subconsciously without being, like, again, Carrie Elway's from well, Liar, Liar. The, like, He wasn't so fake nice. Here's what I thought about Bob in the beginning, or at least for the first few episodes. I thought he was a plant. I really thought, like, he was working for Hawkins' facility. Or for for the oh that I, would have been a nice twist. I really nice. I thought about it. Really, really thought long and hard about it. And then and then toward the end when all that stuff started going down, I was like, oh shit, he no, he was just Bob. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh man, I was so fucking wrong. Um, so again, spoilers, spoilers right now. If you don't listen to us, big spoilers are about to come. Yes. Up. So turn it off or fast forward it. All right, you've been warned. So when Bob dies. Mm-hmm. I was so fucking pissed. I was too. Because, because when when Bob's like, "Can any of you guys do basic?" and I'm like, "Oh my god, no!" Because I know right away because they set up that Bob is the smartest guy that all of the those brain. people know. Yep. Right, exactly. And then he becomes Bob the superhero. Oh my god! And then you saw the picture at the end of the show. Oh fuck. Yeah. Anyway, so when Bob like when when they were in the lab and and he was like, "Do you guys know basic? Does anybody know basic?" and I was like, fuck, Bob's going to do this. He's going to fucking step up. I'm like, dude, come on, please. The What's the brother's names? Uh, Duffin, Duffert, uh, Duffing, the brothers that created the show. Oh, Duffer Brothers. You're like, yeah, the Duffer Brothers. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, Duffer Brothers, you, you made Bob step up like fucking big time here. He's going at it alone. Don't fucking kill him. I thought they were going to pull like a Jurassic Park while he was like on the computer well, in, the, in the room by himself. They, they totally borrowed from Jurassic Park because they're like, you know, hey, the breaker, you know, the power went off. You yeah. need to go reset it. And I was like, oh, shit, he's Samuel L. Jackson right now. They're going to fucking yeah. kill him, you know? Yeah, and I was, I was already upset before it actually happened. Yep, and they teased, and then, and like, they teased was... his death like three times, like they, like Walking Dead did Glenn. They kept te- like, Yeah, but that was like an entire season. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he he's like, oh, shit, he's going to die now. Nope, he got, okay, cool. But, and I thought, yeah, and he's I, in the closet. And I thought the doctor was going to kill him somehow because the doctor seemed really weird when he was – I thought, I and and again, I the doctor ended up being awesome. Yep, and it's Paul Reiser. Reiser. I was like, this is fucking awesome. Sean Astin's in this. Paul Reiser's in this. Winona Ryder. This is fucking awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so I thought what I thought was going to happen there was remember when the the demi dog was around the corner, Mm -hmm. and and uh, Paul Reiser sees it and tells Bob, and then before he can finish telling him, I thought a demi dog was going to kill. Uh, Paul Reiser right, right there, right. right there, before he could tell him, and that's how Bob died. Like an aliens moment, right, 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 exactly. Which there so, was an aliens moment in this. It had to do with that that tracker, you know, where it shows all the yes. red dots. Yep. I was like, oh, that's fucking yep. aliens. They, yeah, they're actually, yeah, it was awesome. They borrowed from a ton of movies, man. I have a bunch of stuff written down, but in a good way. Yeah, no, uh, but really good way. But back to Bob's Bob's death again. Yeah. I just I was so upset when he died because. Because they and this is this is again we always go back to character development and good story good plots you know you had you had now developed that character as somebody like he 
that that because if you watch it again and you go back to the part where Bob's talking to uh, Will's mom mm-hmm. and, um, and saying like I really think I reached you know Will today like it was great and he was like really genuinely excited mm-hmm. and then he fucking dies like I'm getting upset just thinking about it because like he finally he got through and they fucking teased it. they did the the, the straight up stereotypical prototypical fucking you think you're safe and then the fucking monster pops out and kills Bob. Yeah. Yeah, well Bob I was so pissed. Yeah. And then the the acting from Winona Ryder of how fucking upset she was. was that was so it awesome. Was unnerving, man. It was so awesome. It was like yeah, it was upsetting, but I meant awesome like the way that she the way that she acted in that scene. Oh, so good. Yeah, because I would that, that played into the because I thought you know I I I kind of got this feeling throughout the season that I mean she loved Bob but I don't know if she was truly into him. I think she's into Hopper, but um, they kind of by killing him off. I was like, well, now they kind of open up this door to like maybe those two will get together next season. Kind of. Thing. I was actually upset. I was actually upset that they were that they might cheapen Bob's memory by doing that. Yeah. Like I was, I was actually upset. Like you better not fucking write this into the show. Like, not. It's too soon. It's fucking too soon. Right. right. Like, cause right after that, like outside of the dance, like Hopper shows up, and like that was a nice, that was a nice moment. I'm glad they kept it like you know platonic. But I'm like, if they fucking kiss, I'm gonna be so pissed. Yeah, cause that was only a month. Don't that do was it. only like a month later. Yeah, know? I was like, don't fucking do it. I'm like, I'm like thinking Bob's like really a, a real person. I'm like, don't you fucking Bob's body's not even cold yet, you bitch. <laughs> You're all pretty- you fucking bitch. <laughs> Bob just Sam the grass hasn't even grown. Yeah, the grass hasn't even grown on the fucking you know on the fucking graveyard. Don't you fucking go and kiss Hopper, you bitch. <laughs> uh, yeah, they. So going back to um, I don't know you saw, you probably saw a lot of especially toward the end of the series there was a lot of. Um, callbacks to like other movies and stuff like that. Like, yeah. So the aliens tracker thing, I remember, um, remember an empire strikes back when Leia yells, it's a trap, you know, and she gets pulled away and, you know, and, yeah, and Mike, yeah, yeah. Mike does that. He's yelling, trying to yell through the doors. It's a trap right. so that they would get those, the soldiers out of there and they all died. Um, when, uh, 11 does her little side trip, and the lady's like, hey, I want you to pull that big thing. That thing looked like a sand crawler, number one. And number two, it was reminiscent. That was X-Men. Yeah, it was reminiscent of um, it was reminiscent of Yoda telling Luke to pull the X-Wing out of the water. You know, and she's like, oh, it's like, oh, you know okay. what I mean? So, but also, it's too big. But yeah, but also the thing, uh, that's what she said. It's also <laughs> <laughs> the thing that she was pulling, though, it looked like a sand crawler from Star Wars A New Hope. Yeah, you could see that. Look like a sand crawler. I thought of X Men instead. Uh, oh, X Men. Uh, first class, like when. Uh, yes, he, first yeah, class. He's moving the satellite. When he's dish. trying to tell him to, yeah. But in in this version, she's telling him to use. She's she's telling um, uh, eleven to use anger, whereas right. in in the other one, he he kind of releases that pain and allows him to feel right. And that's why he moves the dish. So that's what I, I immediately thought that that maybe that was fresher in my mind. In the beginning, when she said, you know, the uh, the tractor was too big. Yeah. Like, I was like, oh, that's that's definitely Empire right there. Yeah. But uh, everything after that or kind of before that, I felt like it was more X-Men. I don't even know. I don't know. But that's that was my thinking. There's, there's just there's tons of uh, I, I had there's just too many write down. But there was a lot of like, um, you know, callbacks, a lot of 80s movies and stuff like that. Um <laughs> One of the funniest lines to me, I can't believe they, they did this, but when um, 
when Nancy and Jonathan finally do it, they like they're coming out. Oh. The guy, the guy. So he's like, "So did you use the pullout last night?" And he's like, "No." He goes, "How was the oh, pullout, was the last, pullout night? last night?" He's like, "Uh, he's like the the sofa." He's like, "Oh yeah, it was fine." I was like, "That was fucking rad." <laughs> that was so awesome. Because then I immediately thought, "Oh, it would have been a pullout because they didn't know they're gonna have sex." Yeah, there was no con. They there didn't was have no condoms. condoms in this. <laughs> yeah, there was definitely. I was like, "Oh, pullout. That's fuck." And then you immediately think, "Like, oh, he fucking pulled out because he didn't have a condom." <laughs> like, I got more information. I got more information from that one like misunderstanding of that term <laughs> than like then like actually would they would show. But it. it's funny because like you're 13 watching the show, you wouldn't fucking have any clue what the hell. Yeah. Yeah, about. yeah. So that was one. Yeah. For, that was one for the adults. I was like, yeah, yeah, definitely. I was like, that was the whole Bugs Bunny, Elmer Fudd, Bugs Bunny dressing up as a fucking uh, woman and Elmer Fudd falling head over heels. For yeah, I'm like Elmer Fudd's trying to fuck that rabbit. Yeah, it's a it's it's a female rabbit. Yeah, so right. all of a sudden it's okay. Yeah. I'm like, he's. So I don't know if he's like gay or he's in the bestiality. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, well, you're trying to figure it out. Is it because she's a woman or because it's a female bunny? Oh yeah. Hey, there's a big difference. Yeah, there's between a the big two. different bestiality. Yeah. Like, why do you want to fuck this thing now? It still looks like a bunny. Just because it has lipstick and eyelashes. Uh, yeah, and a wig. Yeah. It's still, it's still clearly a fucking bunny. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's got fur on its fucking face. Yeah, and it's got a tail and long ears. Come on. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? What's wrong with you? You, Elmer, you talk weird, you piece Elmer, of shit. Yeah, Elmer Fudd's, Elmer Fudd's into bestiality or he's fucking retarded. <laughs> you stutter, damn you. Um, God, what else to say about this show? Um, oh, fuck, the music. The music, the sound. I want the soundtrack to this thing. Soundtrack, yeah. So fucking good. Um. What did you think of – okay, so I've been reading – now that I've watched the show, I've read a lot of, like, online critic shit and also uh, just normal people. And some of the gripes that they had was the fact that, um, you know, L went on a whole, like, side trip. Like, but I – That opens that world I so much more. I love that. I was like – Me too. I was like, what are you kidding? I'm like, we got out of that stuffy town – and she kind of like, yeah, she went to look for her mom and then she found another, um, you know, number eight. She found her who has a totally right, which means there's, there's a there's at least like 10 more. Yeah. I mean, I, or nine I more. love that because it did open up the universe quite a bit. I was like, oh, right. shit, there's other people out there. There's other situations going which on, which means because remember, think about the fact that. I love the ending shot of the show where, you know, they're panning out of the high school. I'm like, oh, this is a cool 80s pan out, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and all of a sudden it starts turning. I'm like, oh, they're going to show the upside down. Yeah. And then they show the school and the upside down and that creature is like right above them knowing that they're there. And I was like, and then I immediately thought of 11 and 8. And I was like, oh, fuck, what if they, what if, what if they cross over in, in season three? And and they need to find like all the other like uh, special kids. That would be really cool. I uh, th- one of the fan theories is that that creature is actually the first of them. Is like the is is like one or something like that. Oh, which I thought was like oh that's fucking cool. Um, that'd be pretty that'd trippy. Be nice. Yeah, if like if like one entered there and then like um let got left. Yeah, there but and, and but then but here's the problem. Well, here's the problem with that is that. Is that oh, it was eleven that opened he, the door. Never mind. 
It was well. It was eleven that opened the door. I mean, one still could have been in there, and he could have sealed it, or they could have sealed it, or number two could have sealed it. Yeah. But the problem is, is that it's always Will that's got this issue. Like you would think they'd be attacking the lab in eleven. Yeah. Well, it it seems to me that the whole Will, like, because these two seasons go back to back, but it seems to me that Will, um, is not going to be like zipping in and out of the upside down they got the shit out of his system so it's right. so i mean if they end up doing that again next season i'm gonna be pissed it's like introducing another fucking speedster in flash or something it's like right. enough is enough so i i th- leave fucking will alone I think these writers live. are smart i i think i i think they're smart in that whatever gripes that people had or or like not gripes but like okay we did this this season let's not do that again Wait, so what other besides that what other gripes were there oh for this season um that was the yeah yeah that was the biggest one and someone else i read a few things saying like oh it was a rehash and i was like rehashing what i'm like i don't remember anything being rehashed um no. it, everything this season feels different to me yeah yet Yet there's a f- clearly they had a clearly they had a lot more money. Oh yeah, the production value is um, way higher. There's more. They introduced um, more characters. There's a ton of music that more, costs a more lot of money. Effects. More special effects. Um. Um. Yeah. So. Um. Yeah, I definitely didn't have a problem with Eleven leaving because I thought that was important for her. That was her like. Luke going to Dagobah to train for a week Absolutely. and then he's bad this enough the, to fight Vader. This is the two towers. So, Everyone's got their own storyline, right. you know, and then they so all... I really enjoyed like Eleven's progression, finding her mom, you know, finding out, you know, what happened to her mom and finding out that there's these people out there that can be that she can track people now too, because she doesn't need that pool of water anymore. Right. Right. And her her powers grew exponentially. Because remember even though she wasn't in the pool of water going to the upside down or that area or the deprivation tank or whatever, mm-hmm. she was able to do it. She had to do it before with a TV, right? Static. But then, yeah. static, right, static before. Then she could just do it by closing her eyes and just touching something that was like a picture of them or something like that. Right. So her powers grew a lot uh, in this, and that was all from her own personal journey. You couldn't have gotten that if she just stayed in the cabin. Right. She would have never been able to close the gate if she had not had this, that, you know, journey. That was my. Who was going to teach that her? That was my thing too. My argument was, you want her to stay in the cabin for nine episodes and then just pop out of there. I'm like, that's dumb. I I loved the fact that she like bailed and then she like changed her look and shit. And so when her entrance in episode eight, when she pops up and kills the, you know, snaps the neck of the demo. Demodog yeah. and walks in like all like fucking badass. I yeah. I jumped up and down. I cheered, and then when um, when she pops up at the dance in the next episode, I fucking cried. I was like, "This yeah. is like oh my!" You knew God, it was coming. Awesome. You knew it was coming, but I but you've been waiting for this moment. Yeah, it was just. I mean, I, I'm like, how the fuck did they do that? Because she entered twice, and I knew it was going to happen both times. But yet, I was excited and thrilled and like. Yeah, and emotional both times. I was like, "How the yeah, fuck did they do that?" Yeah, emotional both times because yeah, because like that because they build good characters. Yes. Like, you know, they had they had Will, not Will. Uh, sorry, Mike dealing with Eleven's disappear. You know, thinking that she's dead, mm-hmm. and he's still constantly talking to her like a like a like a husband would to his dead wife. Right. Like that's the connection that they had, and it was like really well done. It wasn't like creepily well done because these kids are you know they're kids, 
And but like you were still rooting for them the whole time, like oh man, I can't wait until you know they're they're joined back up again, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you're right. When she came out, you knew she was, you knew that they were fucked, and you knew Eleven was on her way back from the bus. There's some continuity issues there because I believe that drive was a lot longer than they would have said. <laughs> right, but, right. But but they did. But, but, uh, but they did show. They did tell you though at some point that the timelines were a little different because they did kind of like backtrack a little bit a couple of times. Mm. So like, so they'd follow somebody doing something and then they'd backtrack to somebody else doing something else around the same time. So yeah, it was easy to follow, but it was, it's not like, I mean, it's not like a Tarantino movie, right? And it's not like Pulp Fiction. And it's not outrageous or out of the realm, but it was a little bit far-fetched. I was like, that drive seemed to be longer, you know? Yeah. Cause they tell you that they tell you the States they're going from. Exactly. Exactly. But, uh, but, uh, the, so yeah. And the second time, you know, you knew like, you know, Mike was not going to sit there the entire dance. You knew Eleven was going to show up because Hopper teased it. It's like, you know, what, what are you going to get done in one night? And, like, Hopper, you know, doesn't say anything. And then they show the dance. I'm like, oh, yeah. Eleven's going to show up at the dance, you know? Yeah. Or I, I thought it was going to be – I thought they were going to walk in together. But when I knew that they weren't walking in together, I'm like, she's going to show up sometime in the middle of the dance. Yeah. And it was great. It was yeah, really it was great. Really well really well uh, put together. Dustin's thing was pretty good too when he was he like crying in the do. back. He had a lot more to do yeah. this this time around. Um he was crying in the you know when after the you know in the middle of the prom or whatever the dance and uh Nancy Wills yeah Nancy came over uh to console him and, and dance with with Dustin who I think had a crush on her in the beginning of the last he, season. He right? did. I think she did that cuz she felt bad for him also but but also you see kind of the other girls going like, okay, like, yeah. whoa. Because you got, yeah, it's like you walk in you walk in with a really hot chick and you're you're a one and she's a 12. <laughs> you know? And all of a sudden people are going to wonder, well, how the hell did you get that chick? You notice, like, uh, that was a pretty in pink moment because he did his hair, like, a certain way. And that reminded me of... Oh, uh, yeah, John of, Cryer, yeah, right? it reminded me of Ducky. So I was like, but although he didn't get, you know, a girl at the very end, uh, whatever... But but still, like it reminded me. Fuck, dude, they borrowed from a lot of shit. I but I but it's not so like in your face. It's really just no. subtle and awesome, you know. Because you don't. He, they're not. They don't. They don't treat their audience like idiots. No, they. They don't have they to put love, it in your face. They just love that era so much that it shows. You know. Yeah, it's just seamless. It's very like. It's not like a I don't fucking know, like a bad a bad like, bad Easter you know, eggs. Goth- yeah, like Gotham. <laughs> We're like, yeah, Harley Quinn yeah. is like or uh, not Harley Quinn, but like, you know, um the villains are all Easter eggs. You're like, no, that's not what an Easter egg is. You know? Yeah. So Yeah, and yeah, other DC stuff obviously. But <laughs> but it it's very it's very smooth. Like you there are episodes where I didn't even think about looking stuff there were things that were kind of blatant like that like you said the tracking was reminding you of aliens mm-hmm. because it was a beep and it was the same kind of Fucking thing paul riser is there <laughs> <laughs> yeah paul was riser like, was awesome there. <laughs> so um but a lot of i, I bet you if i watch when, when i watch the season the second season again and look for it i'll probably pick up on at least like 10 in each episode but i wasn't looking for no, it because wasn't it wasn't either. in your face it's usually, it was so subconscious. It was usually a line or something, you know, that wasn't so subtle that I caught on right away. I was like, "Oh shit, that's blah blah blah." But most of the time, I was just, just, you know, the beginning part just grabbed me right away because I remember going with my friends to the arcade. We used to ride our bikes there like every weekend mm, and play yeah. the arcade. We and all those games, like we'd go to Chuck E. Cheese. Really, we played Dragon Slayer. We played Galaga and fucking, you know. 
um, Dig Dug, all those centipede, you name it. Like everything was in that arcade. I was like, Oh shit. That's, that's exactly like me and my friends, you know? Yeah. And so there's just a lot of that. I mean, everybody I talk to that are my age or our age, it, it says the same thing. They're just like the show. It's not just like, I mean, the, the nostalgia alone is worth watching it, but they've really nailed these characters. You care so much about them. Um, that you like, I was really worried that they were going to kill off a main character, but I, but I think I would have been okay with that because I would have been like, well, that's just the progression. That's just what, that's real life. Like people fucking die, you know, in, right. in this situation. And so unfortunately, you know, first season it was, it was Barb who really, I, I don't know why people were just so just, uh, upended by that. Like, Oh, she, we need her back. She was the most amazing character. I'm like, you see her for five minutes, the entire show. I'm like, what? What's yeah. the big deal? She's like Boba Fett or something. It's like, what's the big fucking deal? <laughs> I think she had more to do than Boba Fett. Yeah, I'm like, Boba Fett fell in the Sarlacc pit. Oh, oh well, like, darn. Um, you know, Barb fall- Barb's death was pretty horrific. I mean, I admit that. Yeah, yeah. And and they, I think it felt like, you know, the fans were pissed and all that, and it felt like the Duffer brothers were like, okay, we need to resolve this shit. So they resolved her story. Um, yeah, but they didn't do like a they didn't do like a Batman v Superman that involved the the entire plot over the first movie. Exactly. Like you get justice for you get justice for Barb and closure for Barb, but you get it subconsciously through through Nancy because she like once she gets over it, like you're fucking done with it. You're like, all right, yeah, all right, Bob, you know, Barb's gone, we're good. But it was like Nancy had to deal with that. And it and it's it was like again it's not treating the audience like they're fucking morons. It's not like Lucas telling okay Padme to be like let's cut off Jar Jar because these fans are pissed, <laughs> right? You know, yeah. in Episode Two, like you can't fuck like what I don't care what George says, don't care. I know he fucking put it in there for the fans, right? Because that's a th- it's a throwaway line. Yeah, it's a throwaway scene. There's no reason for that scene to make to have any point in the in, in the in the in the plot of the movie. No. That scene is just a throwaway. So it this this season. Is not like there was that. Nothing where it's just thrown like, away. There was nothing thrown no, away. Everything had no, a purpose. No, because they did it really. They, they they did it really smart with with Nancy dealing with Barb's death. So that was like almost like the the writers saying like, okay, you know, we understand you're pissed, but okay, let's let's resolve it, but do it this way where you're not even thinking that we're purposely resolving Barb's death. Right. No, it's because it it it, di- it dived into Nancy's growth as a character. Yeah, I really, I mean, God, there wasn't really a single character where I was like, eh. like, you know, even I did, um, I did like the addition of Max and only because, um, the boys, it gave them something to, to bounce off of because it, it kind of put Mike was the only one, I think this season that they actually put in the back burner. Um, yeah, they actually did because he was really first and foremost in the front last season. So, but they gave Dustin and Lucas way more shit to do, and they used Max as like yeah. a, the catalyst for that. And um, and Mike was just but, a brooding. But teenager, Mike, you yeah, know? you're right. You know, I didn't even think about that. But yeah, Mike is Mike is kind of a loner and kind of dickish in the first half of the of the season. And then he kicks. But in, then, yeah. but then when the show like when it fu- when the shit hits the fan, Mike takes back that leadership role of the whole group. Yeah, and I love that. And it, yeah, I did like when he when he realizes it's a fucking trap, and I was like, oh, that's so badass that the kid gets the, he figures it out first. That's so awesome, 
you know, and uh, the part where he's the one who comes up with the plan, or you know, that says like we need to help them out, we need to do this. Right. So like, even though he's kind of on the back burner in the first two thirds of the show or the season, I should say, he the, his character steps it up completely, and everybody in the entire last what three episodes mm-hmm. is is great. <laughs> Even even the even the kid who plays uh, Will, who again is like you know the the person who's either passed out or missing, um, <laughs> but when boy. when the sh- right when he has to pull it together to to um, there's the scene where they're interrogating him in the shed. Oh yeah, and like you can tell oh, like the awesome. scene where he he goes from and he does a really subtle creepy fucking job of this. He goes from being uh thinking that he's pretending to be uh will to the fucking the go- the black demon or whatever and his because his face goes dead pain. yeah because he figures out where he's at yeah yeah and i'm like oh that's <laughs> fucking disturbing yeah i was like props i was like props kid that was fucking awesome um and then there's like those those screaming scenes that he does oh, that Jesus, are pretty when he, um, when he did the, well. the seizures when he did that seizure uh, from when they were burning, because he's like, it's kind of like ET. He had an ET connection with that. Yes, with that yeah, demon. yeah, yeah. So anything that happened, that the the spirit, the black ghost or whatever, he would feel it. And so, or the vines. Uh, so when they, yeah, so when they burned the hub the first time, the, all the scientists, he like screams and starts like flailing all about and shit. I it freaked me out because he looked really like it looked really yeah, real. He looked, yeah, really good job. And then he does a really great job at the end. Oh, where they turn he's on the just heat. freaking out. Yeah, they yeah, turn yeah. That was good too. Yeah, I mean, shit, man. Everybody did an awesome job. Um, I didn't. So you you liked the addition of the you liked the addition of okay. Max, so I liked the addition you also, of Max. But the brother, the brother to me, there was I, I think some of that was unnecessary. Like you, the brother was a dick, and then they had to like show you why they like you know because the parents finally come home and his, right. his dad's like right, very. Right. The only the only reason why I think they did all that. Is because he's going to play a part next season. I, I can't figure out really any, any other reason why. Because right, because he, he you can get Max from here to there without the brother. Yeah, you can. There's there's no reason for there's no other reason for him to be there. Yeah, I mean, other so than hopefully I mean, he was a foil to Steve, but still, yeah. But I don't really think need Steve that. needed that because they could have he, Steve's character could have been the same way if you if they now picture. Um, uh, Jonathan in that basketball scene, but not being a dick, and Steve and Steve knowing that Jonathan has a thing for Nancy, right? You know what I mean. But he doesn't. He doesn't do it as a dick. Like say Steve doesn't do it as a uh, as a dick. He just does it as a fucking boyfriend who knows that this guy like wants his girlfriend. You know. Yeah. And so picture that scene. That that scene's completely over. You know, and 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 done with. Yeah. Without the brother. I... Um. So like you said, I I'm hoping. That they do something with him for season three because that would that would be the that would probably be the biggest gripe that I have because his character doesn't fucking grow at all. If anything, he gets worse. Yeah, he's just a complete. Um, he asshole. goes from he goes from like dickhead and asshole to homicidal uh, by the end of the, the the season. Oh yeah, I mean Steve beats the shit out of him, but he's just so crazy. You know, he doesn't feel it. No. He beats the shit out of Steve. I know. Which they almost kill him. What's funny about that is that Steve was against them going to do the plan. And once he got the and shit. they did it when he's passed <laughs> out. Yeah, they're like, let's go. They throw him in the car and they go. Uh. And, and, and they get there and he's just like, oh, fuck. I guess we're here. I guess we got to do this thing. So, like, he, he steps up. I mean, the part the part where, like, he's with Dustin and he goes to the car, the trunk, and opens it up and gets the baseball bat. I was like, oh, my God. Like, 
This guy, this yeah. guy's pretty, pretty fucking awesome. You know? Oh, and I like that. I like their conversations too on the railroad. <laughs> that kind of reminded me a little bit of like Stand By yes. Me, the bullshitting that was going on. All that was Stand By um, Me, yeah. Um, and then you know, in the car, it's 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 Steve that brings Dustin to the prom. You yeah, know, and, that and tripped he me fucking out. uses the he uses the fair faucet hairspray too. I was like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, that was a trip. I didn't expect that. You know, like because yeah, Dustin I, I, doesn't have any siblings. You know, it doesn't seem like right. Steve does either. So no, because remember, Steve fell from grace. I mean, that was the whole connection. That was the, basically the only thing that uh, Max's brother did was remind you that you know Steve kind of fell from grace from the first season. Right. He's no longer he's no longer top, King Steve. Not top dog. Yeah. Right, not anymore. And I was like, oh, okay. Uh, I guess I would have just had to watch the first season and remember that. Because he says it like f- f- every single time that they have a conversation together. Yeah, yeah. So He says it in the shower. Before that, he said it on the basketball court. Then he says it right before he kicks the shit out of Steve. He says it like every yeah, fucking time to him. that's a weird thing to say in the shower. It's like, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you would say something like... When he turned the shower off, I thought he was going to fucking kiss him. <laughs> Like that's why he was being a dick I, to I him. I kind of thought that too. I thought, see, there was a lot of things I thought when I'm watching the show, and they could be the complete opposite of what I thought. Yeah. You know, and that was one of them. I was like, that guy's just treating Steve like shit because he's in love with him. Like he, just, yeah, it's like a five year old pulling the ha- five year old boy pulling yeah, the hair of the girl. Yeah, he's just wrestling. He's wrestling with his sexuality. He even looked kind of you know that way. I mean, he looked a little the way he acted and stuff. But he, it made sense as to why he was always so angry being in the closet. Like. Yeah. You know, but that was not the case. He's really just a dickhead yeah. because his dad's a dickhead. Yeah. Um. And uh, yeah, so I hope something happens with him in the in the uh, in the third season because he needs to do something more than tell Steve he's no longer King Steve. <laughs> or like, hey, fucking or hey, look at my dick in the shower. <laughs> <laughs> Let me turn off the shower head again while yeah, you're you not, get shampoo you're not, in your look eyes. Look at this. You're not king. <laughs> that would be i mean that would have been well with the with the with the tripped out like tricked out muffler that he had on his trans am i think i think it would be him that's overcompensating for something like steve's like no 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 i'm still kidding (laughs) now i know why you drive that fucking sports car exactly (laughs) oh man no it was it was such a. It was just a, a joy to watch this show. I was so. I was so. My, here's happy. my. Here's my biggest gripe. Here's my biggest gripe. It was only nine. Episodes. I know. I finished it in one day. That's my and biggest gotta, gripe. Yeah. Um, and now, and now I have three hundred and sixty-four more days to wait. Like I almost think like Netflix needs to rethink their model and just bring out an episode a week. You know. Well, that's the thing. That I read an article about that. That like they they really did they did Stranger Things to harm by having this model this way because. Think about there's 26 weeks in 26 episodes in some shows, right? right? So that's and I'm talking about network TV. So there's 52 weeks in a year. So half of the half of that time each week you're just waiting for an episode, right? Right. So that means you only have you know 25 weeks, 24 weeks until the next, or 22 weeks, whatever it is, till the next you know for the next season drops, mm-hmm. and then you know you go week by week again. Well. Like I said in the beginning of this fucking episode, we fucking did it in one day. <laughs> so I have all 52 fucking weeks to look to wait until it comes back again, maybe even more. Right. You know, so it. Yeah, it, that part sucks. But like, I don't want to wait 
<laughs> I don't want to wait 20 weeks to find out it's fucking Barry in the goddamn stupid speedster suit. <laughs> I don't want to wait that long because it, because at least, at least if I can binge it and the fucking like they jump the shark, I could be like, oh fuck. Oh well, well I only got two, I don't, I don't have to wait three more weeks for this to finish. I can just finish it now. Right. But that, that's true. But this, this show, I mean, if I really look at the show and they, and I watch this one week, I think the payoff would have been huge. I, I really, because the payoff, it, the payoff happened in one day. So, <laughs> so, and, and even the payoff, like when it was over, I was like, oh, it's over. I felt like I'd been watching it for a week and I only watched it for a day. So yeah. when it ended, I was just like heartbroken. I was like, oh my God. But I, I thought, shit, if I watch this week to week after nine weeks, that's almost, you know, it's almost three months. I, the payoff, I mean, I think would have been even bigger. I was like, oh, this is so cool. But, you know, yeah. but, but that's the model that they do. I mean, like, you know, Game of Thrones and Westworld is different. It's like those are episodes. Those you have to wait every, you know, week to week. And, you know, they're getting better. I kind of wish, like, I kind of wish, like, seasons two to four of Game of Thrones was Netflix. Oh, shit. Because, holy fuck, did you wait weeks all for dialogue. anything that goddamn happened? Yeah, all dialogue. Yeah. That's paying off now, but it's all dialogue. It's yeah, um, not a lot going on there. Uh, no, I totally agree. But Westworld, fuck, it's taken a long time because it's been a year since we finished that. And so, and Ash versus Evil Dead, same thing. It's like, fuck, when are they going to come out with that? Because yeah. it's, it's like it's been a year and and there's no there's no sight when either one of those. Are there's there's out. there's pluses and minuses to it, but clearly, like if if um, if everybody took up the Netflix model, you'd have more good quality shows. Yeah. You don't need 22 episodes of something. No. Um, I mean, sit, sitcoms are a little bit different because you can have a ton of throwaway but, episodes. You know, but, but even like, you know, Walking Dead does this thing where they do – and AMC does this to a lot of their shows, and so does like USA Network. But they'll take like – they'll show you eight episodes, like really good episodes, and then and then it's like a couple of months go by and then another eight episodes. And then you got to wait like five or six months. But usually it's like they have like 16 episodes and there's like a gap. So, right. so you're not like, you know, dying like, oh, I, got it. I can't wait to watch this. You know, it's back fairly soon. But um, I think Walking Dead is yeah, the only, mean, only one that they do that now with or Suits. I watch Suits on USA and they do the same thing. I um, mean, like I said, there's there's a there's a pluses and minuses to both. But I know myself personally, I could sit there and say, yeah, you know what? If I had to wait nine weeks for this entire season to end the ending of the episode would have been like, oh, can't wait for it to come back in, you know, in, uh, in you know, 50 <laughs> 43 weeks, weeks. <laughs> 43 weeks yeah. instead, you know, so it's still a long time. So I, I guess, but my personality would be like, no, I fucking want it now. I don't want to wait a week. You know, I don't want, yeah, I, 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 you know, I know I, I mean, like, you know, joking around, that's a, that is a lot of TV and, and not a lot of people do what we do like for this shit. We're, a lot of people don't, like doing that because they need a break. I don't need a break when a show's this good. I, you know, I didn't need a break. I, I have to watch I it. Kept, I have to watch I it. I kept going. I was like, I didn't want to stop. I didn't want to even want to go. Yeah, to the bathroom. exactly. It's that good. It was like the first season of 24. Oh yeah. That was really good. There's no throwaway episodes in that, no. in that, in that first season no. at all. Every single episode in that season is brilliant. Um, but, uh, I, like I said, I know, I, I'm, I, I know when I have to wait like five seconds for a, a, a uh, an internet page to, to a web page to open up. Um, I, I'm pissed. So, <laughs> so if it doesn't happen right away, I'm so pissed. 
You're like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, and so there's no way I could wait nine. Like, I would not want to wait nine weeks to to uh, I w- I was, for, for Stranger Things to be done. I was so happy that my internet held out so I could watch all of them. Usually my <laughs> internet sucks. So like, if it would have died, I just would have turned my phone on and watched it on there. I, d- I wouldn't have cared. Yeah, I would have too. Um, I would have too. Like Daredevil Season 1 was like that. Uh, well, so was Luke Cage and so was... Jessica Jones. And so was yeah. uh, Jessica Jones. Like yeah. So, you know, when Daredevil Season 3 comes out or when The Punisher comes out, I'm gonna f- I guarantee I'm going to watch that all in one sitting. Yeah, like, I, I know it's funny. Telling you right they now. always say, oh, I don't know how we're going to watch 13 episodes on record. I don't know how we're going to do this. And it just, we do it in one day. It's like, boom, you know. Yeah, because the next thing you know, like when you're binging like this, you know, all of a sudden it's nighttime and the kids are complaining they haven't eaten since breakfast. <laughs> 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 you're like you're like next time I'm just gonna throw them in their bedroom and just put a bunch of food yeah. out. Here's a big spread. I'm just gonna lay down. Well, my youngest isn't potty trained, so I'd have to lay down some tarp. <laughs> like just don't, just don't shit where you eat. All right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Daddy will be back in ten hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here's some water. <laughs> here's some water. Like they're an animal. Here's a water bowl. Yeah. And a- here's a water bottle. <laughs> Cheerios. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> Cheerios. <laughs> Make a little pile of Cheerios in the center of the room. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> well, anyway, so Stranger Things season two it was it was uh, just what a I mean, so so happy that yeah, they they it, did such a good job, and now the wait, you know, for now for the fifty one week wait, and what are they going to do too? It's like I kind of have an idea, but. I, I don't know. Like they, I think they have an opportunity now to take it in different directions, um, and and definitely maybe introduce some new creatures or introduce, you know, some different ways. New special kids. Yes. New. Yeah. Exactly. Because you got two now. You got eight and eleven. Who knows? Yeah. For all you know, eleven was the last one. Right. So then you got you got ten, you got nine, and then all the way seven to one. So like, you've got all these kids that can. <laughs> that can play a part in the show. Right. So fuck, that's going to be awesome. If, Oh my God, the last season, the fucking, that, that thing crosses over and all fucking 10 of those kids, all 11 of those kids against it. Oh, that would be so pretty amazing. That'd be pretty amazing. Actually. I think that thing should be the the, the ultimate baddie. I would fucking, I would fucking There's, I'm telling you right now, if that happens, one day, I'm going to finish the fucking show. <laughs> Even if it's 12 episodes, I'm going to finish it in I will watch. <laughs> I will watch all the seasons before it, the weeks before it, and then and then watch that. The Duffer Brothers, I, I'm, I'm going to patent that right now. If that's how the show's going, I want... I, I want in on it. I want to be like, I want to be like one of the scientists that gets killed or something. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. But I'll I'll be a Demogorgon. I don't care. Like, yeah, I don't care. Makeup. You want me to like yell into a microphone and make all weird sounds for the demons? I'll do it. I don't care. <laughs> it's like I'll be a stormtrooper. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be the guy. I'll, I'll replace the guy that runs the arcade. Yeah, <laughs> that guy was creepy. Um, yeah, that eats Cheetos. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, gosh, uh, what an amazing, amazing season. But anyway, that was our take on Stranger Things Season 2. That was Episode 105 of Chew On This, a Nerd United Podcast. I'm BJ. Vic. Until next time, folks, see you in the Upside Down. Later. <laughs>